an eerie sight, for my monster from his slab began to rise, and suddenly, to my surprise, he did the mash, he did the monster mash, the monster mash, it was a graveyard smash, he did the mash, it caught on in a flash, he did the mash, he did the monster mash. Welcome to Star Wars Collecting Cosmos, a celebration of collecting miscellaneous. Uh, this is Ryan, and I am joined by a different co-host today. I'm actually joined by Adam Giles, who's from our sister podcast of Scavenger UK. Hello, Adam. Hey, how you doing, Ryan? You all right? I am doing well, and for our listeners here, well, it's 5.45 p.m. for me on the west coast of the United States. It is 1.45 a.m. for Adam in the U.K., so he's staying up late for us on this one. Absolutely. <laughs> Dedication. <laughs> yeah. Now, I want to apologize uh, to begin with because our normal co-hosts are not on here for Amy and Marjorie, and uh, that's mostly my fault. I'll take the blame on this. When Adam brought up the idea of the show that we're going to do today, I wasn't sure if he was talking about for his show or for my show, and I kind of got the confirmation, although I should have known ahead of time, that it was for my show today, and unfortunately I didn't really get a chance to invite Amy and Marjorie. Um, I don't know. Marjorie probably might have had more to say about mashers. I'm not sure if Amy's done much with them, but uh, if they have something to say about mashers, I'll, I'll have them on in the next episode. Which brings us to our topic for today, is we're going to talk about the Star Wars mashers. Uh, I know we've all seen these in stores. Uh, they usually sit many to a peg. Uh, next to uh, three and three quarter inch, next to six inch, uh, in their big bright boxes. They're the type of figures that you can take apart and exchange pieces with other pieces. They've had these in the Marvel lines. Uh, I think wrestling has something similar. Uh, the Jurassic Park line, Jurassic World line from last year had them. I'm sure there's a few more in there. But the Star Wars Mashers were actually introduced last year, and I'm pretty sure these first hit on uh, Force Friday for Force Awakens. So that would have been September 4th of 2015. Um, and we're just going to go through the mashers today. Uh, Adam had an interest in going through these. I've bought a few, not too many. So, uh, Adam, let's just talk about the first figures that were released here. Mm, sure, sure. Um, was there something that originally attracted you to buying mashers or had an interest in them? Yeah, to be honest, I mean, um, before the Star Wars hero mashers, uh, they did have the Marvel hero mashers uh so there's already a couple of you know the colorful lines in in that sort of respect um and my son had already made um a lot of you know headway in actually buying some of those toys and uh of course being the star wars fan that i am i managed to purchase a few of them when uh they first came out um so then it kind of grew from there really um my son's always been a fan of them and every so often we go to the shops buy another kind of hero masher be it you know marvel or star wars um in this case you know we've bought loads of star wars as well so um but yeah i mean it as i say it started with the superhero uh mashers to start with and then it's kind of grown onto star wars so your son is how old uh, he's seven seven okay does he prefer these to the three and three quarter or the six inch uh, yes, in fact, he does, actually. Um, it's quite strange. I mean, we've bought quite a few of the 3.75 because I've got a bit of love for them um, from since when I was a kid. But he's got a, he's got a big bag of 3.75. And uh, because, obviously, these are because of the size, of course, uh, he's actually got a couple of um, 
like hobby drawers in his room um, for the hero mashers. And he's just forever going into those drawers rather than going into his 3.75 stuff. So, yeah, I mean, he's he's well into these hero mashers. Um, I think it's because of some of the, like, the added play value to them. You can switch them around and transform them and stuff like that. I think for him there is a little bit more playability with them. I was curious about that. Now, does he... Like to uh, switch around the pieces like they're designed to, or you just like to play with them like action figures? Yeah, he's he's always, you know, mashing them together, switching them around. Uh, we're only talking uh, tonight, in fact, about um, how he likes to do that. I mean, we were talking about, does he like to switch around just the Star Wars with the Star Wars characters, or does he like to, you know, switch them in between the different licenses, you know, the Marvel and uh, switching those in between all the Star Wars, and he does everything so he you know he doesn't care whether it's star wars whether it's um marvel or whatever he'll he'll switch a lightsaber for you know iron man's arm etc so it really doesn't bother him in those respects and uh, that's cool i kind of kind of like that yeah (laughs) yeah absolutely so the one thing i find interesting about these figures i bought my first one on force friday it was about the only thing i bought at toys earth that that night it was a darth vader Mm -hmm. um and i was amazed by how much articulation these have off than what we get on our three and three quarter inch by far, and yet they're a larger figure. They're much bulkier. The sculpts aren't bad on these either. I'm, I'm kind of impressed with this. Have you seen in over the many that have been done? Uh, are they using like similar parts and everything to where they're using the same sculpt over and over again, or is each one more of a unique sculpt? Um, I mean, from what I can tell, I mean, they are kind of individual sculpts. I haven't had a massive look, uh, so I mean, I can I can do a bit of a comparison, I mean, right now. And it, it does kind of look like the, that each kind of uh, piece has its own, you know, difference. I mean, there's... I mean, there's loads of fists with the uh, with the holes in for the weapons and the accessories, um, but they do actually look different for for each one, really. I mean, Darth Vader, you know, because of his because uh, his gloves, he's got the lines down the fingers and stuff. Looks completely different to say Darth Maul's one, and yeah, Emperor Palpatine's, and yeah, they're all different. I, I would say that they are a separate cast for each, really. Interesting, because that was that was where I was going with that is. Obviously, we're getting these multi-articulated. I think they've got about 12 points of articulation, if I remember correctly. And they're only about 10 to $11 here in the United States. And yet, that's a little bit more expensive than our 3 and 3 quarter inch, much more cheaper than our 6 inch. But uh, it's interesting to me that they can do this, and yet they cite sculpting and machine process and everything for not doing multi-articulated 3 and 3 quarter inch um, in the regular line, not as opposed to the Walmart line that's out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was curious if they're, maybe they were just using the same pieces over and over, and that's what helped them uh, cut the cost on it. Yeah, no, no, sure. I mean, I totally agree. I mean, the articulation, as you said, is is incredible. Whereby the usual uh, 3.75, obviously, you've got the 5POA. They are just like one kind of two-directional position. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, because yeah. they're kind of, you know, forward and backwards. Whereas these are all on balls. So you've got, you know, lo- several different ways that you can pose um, each of the limbs, you know, and it has got the elbow joints, and uh, they are all kind of because of the the pegs that you need to push them onto as well. They can they can swivel, so you've got the um, all of the different angles, and yeah, it's incredible how they can do this for for such a you know a smaller price. Um, I mean, the only gripe that I've got is that 
practically every single one of them just looks like they've been on the, been on a horse for too long. <laughs> so yeah. that's the only thing that I can say about them that that does annoy me a bit because. Um, although you can stand them up like that, they do look a bit terrible when you when you try. I wonder if they have like a basic buck for it, and then they sculpt on accessories or something, and that's how they get by with it. Because it just seems odd that they can do these for such a cheap price, and they've done so many. You know, they're so articulated. I mean, I wouldn't mind. I know customizers wouldn't mind if they did a three and three quarter inch line like this, where the parts were interchangeable or whatever, make that fun for kids, but then have all the articulation that's there and probably the uh, the detail that the collectors would want. I think that would be interesting. I know I've seen some WWE figures that are like that, where they can switch them out, and they're very well detailed. The only thing I can think of is that maybe, since the 3 and 3 quarter inch is much smaller, maybe the tooling is more expensive for that size. I don't know. It might be something to ask Hasbro in the next year. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I think if, if they were any smaller as well, they'd be quite delicate. Um, because the pegs in themselves, uh, I mean, it's a really good plastic that they use. But I can imagine if they used anything smaller, it would start getting a bit delicate and, yeah, start to fall apart, wear away, and that sort of thing. Um, That's true. I mean, my son's quite a um, quite a fierce little player, really. Um, when he's when he's got the uh, got the figures in front of him, you know, chucking them around and stuff. Yeah, I can definitely imagine if they if they were any smaller, he'd be you know breaking a peg a day at least. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Maybe, maybe that's another thing, is they have to be that larger size for the durability. I, I don't know. That's, like yeah. I said, maybe I'll ask Hasbro next time I get a chance. Mm. So we're going to start with the original figures that were released, uh, like I said, in September of last year. Uh, the first figures that were put out were Darth Vader, uh, Kit Fisto, kind of an odd choice, as well as Jar Jar Binks. How many people thought we'd see a Jar Jar? Mm. But um, Bosk, uh, Anakin Skywalker... Kanan Jarrus, and a Stormtrooper. Those were the original standards. And the deluxe figure was Boba Fett, uh, Zeb, and General Grievous. Definitely a, a very strange mix. Um, very strange mix there. Uh, obviously, you've got the original with the uh, with the Clone Wars. You've got uh, Rebels. You've got the you know the original. So they're, they're all in there, which is you know quite nice to have a nice mix. But yeah, it's a bit bit strange that that they didn't just keep to you know one original trilogy or yeah the the prequels. Well, what I thought was really interesting, these launched Force Friday, and yet there are no Force Awakens in these at all. Yeah. Um, I think the only Force Awakens they did were with the vehicles. The those were the only ones. They never did any individual TFA stuff. Yeah, no, that's right. And uh, yeah, as much as I try, there's nothing on Rogue One either that that seems oh, right. to be. On, on the lines, or um, or any more Force Awakens as well. I know from this uh, first wave, I did buy the Darth Vader, I think I have Kit Fisto, Jar Jar, Bosk, maybe the Stormtrooper, I don't know. I bought a lot of these, uh, my local store, Fred Meyer, had been putting them on sale last month for, well actually, a couple months ago, now it was in September. They were like about 5 or $6 a piece, so I was buying up a bunch at that price. Oh, wow, uh, that's good. That was worthwhile, but... Um, I know, like, the Boba Fett is a deluxe one, and yet all he has is his backpack and, like, a big flamethrower. I don't know what makes him deluxe, which was, like, half the price again or something like that. I think they retail for about $15 on the deluxe, but mm -hmm. um, do you have a bunch of these originals, or...? Yeah, I've got, um, I've got Zeb. Um, I, think, uh, I think it was actually Darth Vader that was our first one as well, because my son's oh, yeah. completely mad on Darth Vader. Uh, but I remember him got... dressed as Vader over there at Celebration, yeah. Yeah, that was amazing. That was very good. <laughs> uh, hopefully we'll extend on that as well, get some, uh, get his neck guard um, from the from the bottom of the mask. Um, sure. 
but yeah, we um, we actually got from that first line, we got Zeb, uh, we've got General Grievous, uh, he's really cool actually. We got Darth Vader, Kanan Jarrus, and uh, I've been trying my hardest to try and get him to get Jar Jar Binks, but he's not having any of it, so <laughs> I might have to just throw it at him for Christmas. So <laughs> You're trying to force your son to get Jar Jar. Yeah, definitely. Sure, yeah, I love sure Marjorie Jar. would have something to say about that. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, and and neither of us neither of us have Bosk, or uh, I have Bosk. I oh, you have Bosk. Yeah. He's very cool. I, I was surprised they put him in there, especially Wave One. But uh, yeah. it's an interesting figure to have in there. I, I do like it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. He's a kind of out there, isn't he? I mean, apart from Boba Fett, you know, none of the bounty hunters really get any love, to be honest. Um, so yeah, yeah. Bosk was a strange, another strange addition in there. But he's a really nice cast, actually. As as um, from what I remember. So going on from this, I don't want to like go through each one of these figures, describe them in detail and all that. Um, I'm sure most people have seen these. I just thought uh, both Adam and I have been talking about these. It would be kind of fun to, to put these out. Maybe somebody finds some love for them. Uh, it kind of does fit that collecting Cosmos uh, feel in those sometimes maybe unloved or a little bit uh, <laughs> overlooked type of item. Wave 2 has, I think, the coolest uh, masher that they did. It's in the deluxe figures. They did Spider-Mall, and yes. you know Hasbro said they were never going to do this in the three-and-three-quarter line, and they didn't. Uh, to date, this is the only uh, Spider-Mall figure that Hasbro done. Oh, wait, they did pods. What were those things called? Uh, fighter pods. Mm. They did a Spider-Mall in those. I going to say the only thing I could remember was Gentle Giant did a uh, Spider-Mall statue deal. This is pretty cool because it's just the top torso is mall, and then the bottom torso you get the, the spider piece, and it has... Uh, an extra piece of the leg, his regular legs too, so you can switch it out, which works really well for mashers, um, and gave us an opportunity to get the spider mall. Do you have this one? Yes, I do. Yes, this is this is a really really nice cast actually, and uh, even looking at it with the because we got we also got the um, the mall and the speeder bike as well, which came yeah. in a later in a later release, and the the paint apps is actually different between the two. I'm just trying to check whether the cast is the same is quite difficult. Uh, to check. Um, Aren't the horns different size, if I remember, or not? Yeah, they are, actually. Yeah, okay. yeah. the one right at the top of the back of his head uh, is slightly bigger on the um, on the robot legs one. But, I'd, yeah, I love this one, to be honest. This is probably my favourite, actually, um, amongst the whole the whole series. Because you do get those uh, those robot legs, they're really, really... Um, they're really well done. Yeah. Completely different to General Grievous's legs as well. Because uh, you've got a bit of the the angle between the uh, was it just above the knee? Uh, no, sorry, just below the knee. Right. And then it yeah. kind of angles off to the to the big four pronged feet there. So yeah, also love the tattoo on his chest as well. Um, looks really good where he's not got any got any top as such. But yeah, definitely one of my favourites there. I think I may have paid full price for this one. This was I think my second masher I bought. I know uh, Jason uh, from Galaxy Toys bought this one. I, feel, I think most of the guys, except for Tom, of course, mm. have um, bought bought this one because, again, it was the only way that Hasbro put it out in figure form. Um, I would say if you were going to go buy a masher, this is the one to go and buy just because it's unique uh, to Hasbro. It's the only way you're going to get this. They're not going to do a three-three-quarter-inch one unless somewhere down the road they run out of something and need to do it. And I, I, I can't see that happening with a movie a year now. But uh, I think it's very much worthwhile to buy. Yeah, definitely. I mean, on top of that as well, he seems to be quite rare as well. Um, I've only seen, seen him once or twice on my kind of 
toy runs, as it were. Um, so he, he does actually seem to be one of the rarer ones as well. I was just going to say, I've just got um, one kind of gripe with him, to be honest. And it's the it's actually the the spider legs that you get with him, the the actual spider kind of pod uh, as such that you can sit him in. Yeah. Those legs don't move. So I thought it might have been yeah. cool if you could take those off and maybe add them into one of the one of the holes on the bodies, which kind of brings me to the, the this whole range. Reminds me of Centurions from like back in the day. Yes, yes, very much so. Yeah, mm. but yeah, I think I think the I think they did actually miss a trick, not having more kind of accessories to kind of go in all of those different holes. Yeah, this might have been one of those because they gave us the two sets of legs. Uh, that was about as much as I could do. Honestly. That's it. Yeah. Possibly so. I have noticed it's just a sell more. Like, I don't see it on the, the pegs as much. I do see them still here and there, but uh, it's definitely the, the first one bought out of the deluxe figures. Mm. Going on from Wave 2, uh, from the standard figures, we also have Chewbacca, the Grand Inquisitor, C-3PO, Greedo, and Admiral Akbar. I think I've got 3PO, Greedo, and Admiral Akbar out of this wave. Um, which ones do you have? Um, actually, from that range of the standard ones, we've only got Chewie. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, right. I mean, I tried to get my son to get a Greedo because we actually bought a set which is still actually unopened. Um, he's yet to kind of be good enough to receive it, as it were. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, uh, yeah, we've got that kind of behind the behind the scenes. Um, I've got it on got it on the table though in front of me at the moment. So yeah, which is from from one of the future um, one of the future waves as well. But because he had Han Solo there, I wanted to kind of go back to Wave Two and get him. Greedo, but he's. Yeah. I bet he didn't want him. Um, but I'm sure. Again, I'll I'll throw it at him at some point. But Admiral Akbar is another really weird one. Yeah. I mean, he's not very one for you know. He's not very active apart from you know. It's a trap. <laughs> well, and the funny thing is, is we're through two waves here, and there's no Luke. Yeah. This. Yeah. That that was really strange. Um, and he only came later on. In yeah, that was wave three, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so, and I um, think that he was in some multi packs too, but uh mm, that's it, yeah. But yeah. yeah, no yeah, I mean even even this far, you've not really got uh Anakin or, you know, any of the other Skywalkers. No. Oh no, of course you got um We we had Anakin on the first wave actually. That's right, actually. I just think yeah. just look back, yeah, we do have Anakin then. Yeah, sorry. But yeah, no um actually, looking back, no women. Oh, very true. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've just huh. uh, just realised no Leia, no you know anyone no else. No Leia, no Padme. No, Ahsoka. I don't even see them in the um, multi packs either. No. Interesting. Yeah. Must be playing up that they're boys' toys, if well, you will, and yeah, boys that... don't want to play with the girl figures. Yeah, which is a which is a shame, really. But um... it is. I I know of all the figures in my original uh, figures I had when I was a kid. I ended up with all the Leia variations. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't necessarily have all the Luke and Hans, but I definitely had all the Leia. So that's it. If you had a Han Solo, or even even if you had a Luke Skywalker, kind of Leia had to be there as well to be the you right. know, damsel in distress or the or the love interest, <laughs> or to fight right along with them. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's me being there's me being boys being boys and girls being girls. Naughty me. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. That's it. We're just covering like the center waves. We'll get to the multi-packs here in a minute. Hmm. But wave three, this is the last wave as far as I know, and I've seen some of these out there. We have Luke Skywalker and X-Wing gear, uh, the fifth brother, and Ezra, which I think I've only seen Ezra as a deluxe, which I thought was weird. Hmm. Plo Koon and Shadow Trooper. Now, Adam, you said the Shadow Trooper was first in Legends. Oh, it's because it is a Legends figure. I see what That's you're saying. That's right, yeah. 
Yeah. Which, of course, Legends isn't canon anymore, but I think I've seen a few other Shadow Trooper ideas out there. We're still not sure if we're going to see these in Rogue One or not, perhaps, but it's, it is interesting that they would do a Legends figure in there, and mm. yeah, no Leia, no Han, single pack, none of that. That's it, yeah. Because really, I think really I saw the, the Ezra not too long ago, and I thought it was a deluxe one. I thought it was really weird, because I'm like, what makes it deluxe? All he has is like a little backpack. It's a you know it's Ezra. He's kind of a little smaller anyway. Compare that to Spider Mall, which has tons of stuff. It's kind of right. odd. Yeah, I mean, literally to me, I mean, the the deluxe figures seem to just have two accessories, not just one. Um, yeah. Because I mean, you got you know Kanan and all of those Chewbacca uh, as well. Um, just one weapon, um, and then you know Zeb was one of the first um, deluxe ones, and he got. Two two accessories, so he had his staff and this claw thing as well, um, which was a bit odd to, to come with that. But but yeah, that's the only difference I could see really, just another accessory. And uh, oh. Ezra Bridger I think comes with his uh, with his lightsaber and a uh, his wrist shooter, I think it was. Okay. Um, that kind of fires when you start to push it through the hole, and then it fires the projectile. This is interesting. Of... I know. Yeah, it's it's still the the choices are very weird. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, very out there, definitely. I mean, there's there's yeah. definitely um, probably better figures that they could have come out with um, instead of the Shadow Trooper. Um, yeah. So yeah, I was really kind of weirded out when I saw that on the back of one of the packs, and I was like, Shadow Trooper, that's not even canon. I was like, we've never seen one of those. So right. yeah, I, I suppose different. it's just an easy way to do a repaint or something. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, I'm guessing that would have been just a straight repaint of the stormtrooper that, that they had earlier. So yeah, yeah, quite possibly. The only one that I actually managed to find of these uh, these standard figures was Plo Koon. So and that's um, the winter coat Plo Koon, isn't it? If I remember right. Yeah, it is. Yeah, from the Clone Wars. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I've seen the fifth brother out there myself. I don't know if I've seen Luke though. Huh. No, Luke was the only other one that I thought I may have seen in the shops, um, but didn't pick up for you know unknown reasons. But yeah, apart from that, not seen Ezra, uh, not seen Fifth Brother. Yeah, sorry, I have seen the uh, the Shadow Trooper, but um, but we didn't pick okay. it up. Uh, but I think my favourite in this line was um, is Plo Koon. It was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean his his mask is immense. The the cast on it looks brilliant. And, uh, and, of course, he comes with two kind of lightsaber attachments. He comes with his standard lightsaber and also the uh, the double kind of lightsaber... Uh, that wrist saber thing yeah, or something? Yeah, it's like a gauntlet yeah. type thing, isn't it? Yeah. Right. Yeah, so that's really awesome. I didn't really know that that was even a, a canon thing. I didn't know that he that he had that in the Clone Wars. Yeah, and I know they've done several figures with that. I don't know if that's ever been in the show or not. But yeah, it... I couldn't remember it, so... Hasbro yeah. seems to like it, so <laughs> yeah, it is. It is really cool, actually. And I know, I know, it's been in Legends because uh, I'm I'm always on Wikipedia looking at you know different <laughs> lightsabers and all that sort of stuff. So I know this kind of double uh, gauntlet saber was on there. But yeah, this is really nice. I really love this one. So outside of these waves, I did several multi packs. I know I've seen these myself. One of these I'd planned on buying when it went down in price, and then all of a sudden they were gone. <laughs> but yeah. um. Versus the Empire Strikes Back set that comes with Han Solo, Darth Vader, Luke and Bespin gear, Stormtrooper, and Boba Fett. Most of these, like the Vader, Stormtrooper, and Fett, if I remember correctly, are the same as a single pack. Is that correct? Uh, yes, it is, yeah. Okay. 
So the, you get the Luke and Bespin and the Han Solo, which are exclusive to this. Finally, a Han Solo here. Mm-hmm. Interesting that they put Luke, Luke and Bespin. This one Hasbro usually likes to make, but they made it exclusive to the set. All right, at first, I thought this was an exclusive to a specific store, but I've seen them all over the place. If you were to buy Mashers, I think this might be a way to go, is hit these multi-packs, and you get a bunch that were usually a little cheaper anyway. Beyond that, they also did a Jedi multi-pack, which has another Han Solo, and it is a different Han Solo. A biker scout, uh, Darth Vader with electricity, so his head is... Uh, all electrified. It's definitely different from the other Darth Vader. And the Luke Jedi and a Stormtrooper. This is the one I saw at Fred Meyer many times and wanted to buy. I think I saw it as low as 25 bucks, And kept going, oh, I'll wait till it's on sale or uh, clearance or something, and now it's not there. So mm-hmm. I may have missed out on that. <laughs> yeah, see, those, those are actually still knocking about in... Um, we have Smith's Toys. Um, and, uh, yeah, they're still knocking about there. I think they are about... Um, I think these ones are actually quite high, actually. Uh, I think oh, yeah. the last time I checked, they were about thirty nine ninety nine, um, which is quite expensive, really, for for these right. hero mashes now because they're quite kind of they're getting on a bit. Um, but the, I have seen them down to as much as thirty. I think they started at fifty dollars over here, so that might go along with forty pounds pretty yeah, well. Yeah, that's but... about right. Yeah, yeah. But um, uh... we've not actually picked up either of those. Um, okay. But uh, but yeah, because they are just a little bit too much to be honest for for our little pockets, and uh, and my son's little pockets as well. But yeah, definitely, I think if they go down, uh, you know, any further to like you know twenty five pound, possibly even thirty pound, we might we'll probably think. About getting them but yeah as you say that Darth Vader with electricity his uh, his head I think is kind of blue kind of see-through um, yeah. which looks really good and there's yeah as you say detachable kind of electricity bits and pieces yep. that you can connect to him as well um, but we really love that that looks really good yeah if I see these again I might have to pick them up I'm sure there's still stores around here with them one of those things I kind of wanted to buy it's interesting because when I started buying these in September for cheap I didn't know how many there were I thought maybe there were like 15 or so. Mm. And so to see a full list, I'm like, wow, there was more than I thought put out in just a year, basically. Yeah, definitely. I mean, at the same time, though, there's still not, you know, that many that a maybe a completist isn't going to come along and think, wow, there's too many here. I can't bother with these. Right. Um, you know, this is still kind of manageable. This they're, they're pretty cheap as they are because they're on offers and stuff like that so someone could quite easily just come in and you know over a matter of weeks just find them in the stores and you know buy them all up um which is what i might have to do after doing this uh this podcast this episode it's like yeah i found my love for these again they're really cool (laughs) (laughs) i was kind of thinking the same thing i was like i don't know how many people are really looking at these it might be interesting to to pick up and get a set especially Mm. seeing them on clearance but then, like, the clearance sales I was seeing kind of went away, but they're still out there, but back at full price. That's it, yeah. So that's one of those things I'll keep an eye on. But So we have some versus packs, too, and I'm trying to remember what these look like. Uh, there's Yoda versus Palpatine, Han Solo versus Boba Fett, and Luke versus Vader. Mm-hmm. Have you picked up any of these? Yes. Um, we okay. actually picked up uh, Yoda and Palpatine, uh, that one. And Han Solo and Boba Fett, as I said, is... Uh, still in the pack uh, right in front of me but we did pick that one up Luke and Vader we didn't pick up and it's probably because we've already got Darth Vader so my son probably said nah don't worry about Luke so is, is that a Jedi Luke do you know actually I can't remember um, I'm oh, guessing okay. I'm I think it is actually the the Jedi Luke. I think it is just a repack of the um, of Jedi Luke. And I thinking about it, I think it's the original Darth Vader from the earlier packs. Um, but I'd have to check on that. <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. I'm gonna get definitive here. Ah, uh, good, good. I know a lot of this stuff's still on Amazon. So, oh, it's uh, Bespin actually. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, it is a re-release of the Bespin. Oh. Mm. And that Jedi action pack I was talking about is only $30 on Amazon. <laughs> There's an, I see another Jedi multi-pack here, um, which has almost the same thing. In fact, it's all the same figures plus C-3PO. Uh, it looks like Break Apart C-3PO. Maybe that's wow, just... I missed one. Or maybe that's just a, a special set that somebody's putting on, because it, it shows the same figures in the same way, but then shows 3PO off to side. Let me see if I have a picture of the box. It's, it's uh, no, the box is somebody's just selling it with it. Okay, never mind. Ah, okay. <laughs> Whew, I thought I missed one then. That's good. <laughs> so yeah, these are definitely, I've seen all these stuff on Amazon. So, so that's another opportunity to get uh, Luke Bespin, for those who want them. Yoda and Palpatine have not been released as separate. So uh-huh. these are kind of the only way that you can get these in the in the two pack. Um, the thing I like the like about these ones is what's the the statue that gives you lots of different um, armaments for the different um, for the hands. Yeah. The hot toys. Yeah. But I mean, uh, they've done they've done similar to this. So they've given you like Palpatine, but then you've also got um, two extra attachments. So we've got a standard, uh, he's got his hand up, kind of pointing, I guess just pointing, uh, his right hand is electric, uh, electricity, and then you get a separate electricity for his left hand, uh, and also a lightsaber, uh, holding hand and a lightsaber for his right hand as well. So you do get, you know, the choice of, you know, whether he's going to electrocute Luke or he's going to fight with Yoda. Interesting. Yeah, I'm looking at the uh, Vader Luke set. It looks like it has an extra hand, and it looks like force powers coming out of their hands, too, for that mm, extra hand. That's so. it. Yeah, I, Yoda's got something very similar as well, um, where he's actually got a ball in one yeah. in one hand, as though he's, you know, um, holding that force as someone's uh, throwing a force power move at him. Right. Um, and he's also got a, uh, a force push as well. I really like those attachments. They they look really good, and they they obviously add more playability. Sure. Um, and then then of course he's got. Oh, hang on a second. I've got two lightsabers there. That's not <laughs> right. Uh, someone's missing a lightsaber. Then. Uh oh. <laughs> I'll have to find out who that is. Um, but yeah, I mean, really really good set. These. Yeah, really like this Yoda and uh, Yoda and Palpatine. Really nice. Beyond these two packs, and there was a two big vehicles, and these were the only things that were produced for Force Awakens. Uh, there was an X-Wing with Resistance Fighter and a TIE Fighter with uh, the TIE Fighter pilot. I know I saw these once, and they were very interesting. I actually was tempted to pick them up at the time. I'm sure they're still available out there pretty easily, like most mashers. Did you pick up either one of these sets? Um, I've actually only seen those, um, I was going to say recently. It was like a couple of months ago, last time <laughs> I saw them. Yeah. Um, but they were pretty big and bulky. And um, and they they were quite a bit expensive as well from from what I remember. So like, we didn't actually pick up any of those vehicles. But yeah, they do look really nice. The only thing that does annoy me is that they've kind of made them really chubby. Yeah. Because I mean these these figures are they are a bit chunky. They look a bit muscly. Um, but the the vehicles there's kind of no need for them to be like that that really kind of almost galactic uh, galactic heroes type. Chunky, yeah, yeah, you know, um, yeah, they're like minute, like a uh, an enlarged version of those vehicles, which yeah, kind of just makes them look a bit more kiddie, really. Um, where they could have made them just that little bit bigger, a uh, little bit more kind of to scale with these figures. I think they would have looked a lot better. Yeah, um, I'm looking at the X-wing on Amazon here. Um, it's only twenty dollars on Amazon. <laughs> it's pretty cheap. Oh, wow. Uh, wow. But it has a giant cannon on top of the X-wing. Like it's got the four cannons on the on the wings. 
And it has a giant cannon with firing missile on top, and it comes with Poe Dameron. But it's not BB-8 in the slot, even though it's the white and blue X-Wing, which we only saw with BB-8 in it. Um, I guess it's just, just resistance pilots. That's when the helmet's like non-removable yeah. so that you can't see his face properly. Um, and these these vehicles are actually a bit strange as well because they transform. Oh, really? So I, think the, um, I think the X-Wing, um, or T-70, was it T-80 oh, wow. yeah. or something? Yeah, it transforms so that it's got like legs. Right, um, the guns. So the wings just yep. fold down. It's really weird. The guns on the wings come like legs. It's an X-Wing yeah. AT-AT or something. <laughs> That's right, yeah, yeah. It's really, really strange. And I, th- I think that kind of put me off as well. And then the same sort of thing with the TIE Fighter as well. That turns into like some sort of desert skiff almost. i got to look at the TIE Fighter now here. Yeah. These are definitely more interesting. I, I'm interested in these, I, I, but I don't want to spend money, a lot of money on them. <laughs> No, that's right. Yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah, that's, that's weird. A um, little more unique, that's for sure. But mm. yeah, the only way they did Force Awakens was these two uh, vehicles. Yeah, that's right. I think they really missed out. Um, they could have done, you know, they could have done so many different oh, yeah. characters from from Force Awakens. Um, and yeah, I mean, just you know, six months after it came out, I was you know really looking forward to seeing more hero mashers um, for the Force Awakens because my son's well into that film as well. And uh, we all love like Finn and Poe, and uh, yeah, even even Luke Skywalker. I thought I thought maybe you know it takes uh, was it eighteen months or something for Hasbro to uh, create a create a figure. I think it something was something like that. Yeah, yeah. So Luke Skywalker's hopefully on his way at some point. But yeah, I was hoping that we may get a hero masher of him at least as well. well. The interesting thing is on the Tie Fighter, like the pilot actually sticks out of the top of the Tie Fighter. It doesn't fit all the way in. No, that's oh. right, yeah. They're very unique, that's for sure. Yeah, it's so weird. It's so weird. It's so unlike the rest of the line. It's, it's so strange. Yeah. It's like it's almost like they were going to try and make make the line into something else that's a bit more kind of transformy, a bit more, you know, Centurions type. Yeah. Um, but, they, but they just didn't carry it on, you know? Um, so the last two things we have here is they did a couple of small vehicles. They did a Sith speeder with Darth Maul, which we mentioned earlier, as well as a Jedi speeder with Anakin Skywalker. And this is the Episode Two Jedi speeder, correct? That's right. Yeah. Uh, is the Anakin any different in this one? Do you know from the single release? Uh, the Anakin, from what I remember, I think the original Anakin Skywalker was the um, like Return of the Sith when he's got the longer hair. Oh, okay. And oh, yes, you're right. I'm looking this at him, yeah. one, yeah, this Jedi Speeder one was Anakin from um, uh, Attack of the Clones. Right. So he's got just his uh, Jedi braid and the little ponytail. Yeah, they're definitely a little different. Very unique line of figures. I know when these were first shown, I think it was Toy Fair when they were first shown, uh, they seem to get kind of universal hatred from collectors. And I look back, and I'm not sure why. I'm guessing people thought, why are they doing this and not doing, I don't know, um, multi-articulated figures or something. I know Hasbro's been doing their own newer Galactic Heroes line, which isn't the same as the old Galactic Heroes. I kind of like these better than the current Galactic Heroes line. They have a little more playability, in my opinion, for kids. I don't know quite why there's so much collector hate over these. Uh, They are fun. Uh, most of us who collect, you know, we collect because we grew up with toys. We enjoyed playing with them. And when they had different features, things we could do, we liked it. I think some people may not like the, the sculpting where they have all these bulbous pieces and holes on it. But for a kid, that just means you can attach things. 
the weird yeah. thing is how few droids there are. Because you can you imagine an R2-D2, and you could attach mm. all of his little features onto it. That would make a lot of sense to me. Yeah, that would have been good. Yeah, and I mean, through throughout all of the figure lines as well, you normally see C-3PO along with R2-D2. Yeah. So it's really weird that in this line they did C-3PO, but not R2-D2. Yeah, I mean, I could even see like an FX-7 would be interesting to me in this line, just mm. with different things, way you know, different pieces you can attach and all that. Even like IG-88, you know, they did Bosk and um, Boba Fett and Greedo as far as bounty hunters, but... No IG-88, and it just seems like droids would lend themselves really well to this line. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, droid builder in itself. Right. Mm. It's different. I, I don't know. Maybe this didn't catch on, because it doesn't look like these are coming out anymore. Hasbro was very uh, quiet about them. I know at San Diego, I think they were talked about a few times, and Hasbro just kind of said, um, we can't talk about that, or something like that. Like They said, we're not discussing those, or something like that. And, uh, of course, they didn't have really micro-machines at San Diego either, but those are continuing on. Yeah, I don't understand the micro-machines thing, to be honest. <laughs> it's not it's, it's not my thing anymore. I used to love the uh, the action fleet, and I heard um, your latest episode of... Uh, of the of the main show, uh-huh. uh, Galaxy of Toys main show, and uh, yeah, people were showing the the action fleet love, and they want that to come back, and so do I. I absolutely love that line. Um, but the the micro machines nowadays, with like the um, first first order stormtrooper opening up, and it's just not what the kids are not what the kids are kind of playing with at the moment. Right. I mean, as well as those um, are those cube those cube Battle things boxes. as well. Yeah. Those completely, those <laughs> nah, completely mind-boggle. I don't know what they're all about at all. I've got a little love for Micro Machines just because that was, one of the, again, one of those first things that was put out Star Wars-wise in the 90s. And mm. they were well done. They looked cool. And collect, and I got into all of them. I have almost every Micro Machine put out. And then the Action Fleet mm. came, and those were even better. Um, I'd love to see – I don't know why Hasbro doesn't do it, but instead of doing the Micro Machines, I, I would – rather see an action fleet line. I think it would be more fun. Mm. I don't mind the play sets. Like, I bought a few of the Micro Machine sets. I usually just wait for them on clearance, and I buy them. Uh, but I have the Falcon and the two transforming heads. And I mean, they're well done. They're very reminiscent of the old Micro Machine sets. But uh, mm. uh, they don't come with near as many vehicles or figures. I haven't bought any of the vehicle packs yet. Uh, probably will at some point. But, yeah, I, I don't know why the Masters don't get any love. They seem pretty cool. Like you said, your son really loves them, and... I would think with the Marvel stuff out there, the, I don't know if the Marvel is still continuing. I still see him in the in the shelves. Yeah, Marvel's actually still continuing actually, because oh. I think there was a I think there was a brand new one that came out. It must have been quite recently. It's a uh, Spider Man twenty ninety nine, okay. um, and that's a that's another kind of deluxe pack if you want to call it that. Um, with a, I think it was Rhino. I think. Okay. Uh, so, so yeah, I mean, those ones are still continuing from what I can see. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where that goes as well, whether they're going to stop that soon, whether that's just a, you know, a late coming from maybe the US or something like that. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I don't really concentrate on the on the market. Yeah, buttons, neither do I. But... I, did, I didn't notice that. My, my son does, though. Um, every, every time we're in a toy store, he'll go over to the Hero Mashers, the Star Wars and Hero Mashers, um, and they keep bringing out these other weird lines as well, like they've got a um, ghoulish monsters hero mashers, oh, and they've that. got things like, yeah, like Frankenstein, huh. and they've got all neon colours. Weird. Uh, so that I think that was a newer line as well. Um, but yeah, no more, no more Star Wars it seems, which is a big shame. Yeah, it's too bad. I, I thought this. Mm. I I actually thought this might be 
their one thing that would be a hit. You know, they always try to do that extra thing with the figures and all that. Um, this one might be the one that stuck around because they've been doing it in Marvel. It seemed uh, a logical next step to go ahead and bring those out. And as far as I know, they've been popular with Marvel. Mm. I know they did them with Jurassic World last year, which is the only other masher I have, just because at the Hasbro breakfast at San Diego last year, they gave us basically well, they had a whole tub of the Jurassic World ones, and you could go through and make your own. Uh, I didn't mix and match. I just made the uh, the oh, what was the big dinosaur's name in that movie? Uh, is that the Indominus? Yeah, the Indominus Rex. Rex yeah. I yeah. made that one because I was like, "Whoa! If I'm gonna make one, let me make this." <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, that that was a cool, yeah, cool time. Yeah, good film. Yeah, I, I, I could see where these might be fun. Um, and maybe most collectors were like me and like, "Well, on clearance, I'll buy them," but <laughs> uh, they didn't want to pay hmm. the money out for them. I don't know. Um, I put this out to our listeners. If you love mashers, you know, write in, tell us why. If you really hate mashers, write us and tell us why. You can comment. On the Facebook page, or uh, write us at swccpodcast at gmail dot com. Either way, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, know a little bit more about this. So, Adam, was there anything more you want to talk about with Mashers here? No, not really. I mean, just um, just that it is a bit sad that we, that we don't seem to have any more. And uh, yeah, just a little bit more about the cast, really. That the um, that I think they've done a really good job. Really, you know, happy with with all of the you know playability and the extra accessories that they all come with, and uh, yeah, just Hasbro, if you're listening, please don't get rid of these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems to be very overlooked, but I think honestly, there's got to be some love for these out there because they they fit the category of the show definitely. I could see these fitting in that idea of applause or bendums or something like that in some ways, just because they're overlooked by a lot of collectors and not in the ways of applause and bendums where those were kind of the only things around at the time but uh i i just don't know why people don't seem to be into these i know plenty of people bought the spider mall i see like one or two in people's collections here and there but nobody seems to be a a, uh, completist so if you're a completist on these i'd love to hear from you too that'd be great yeah definitely i was I was going to say on that same note that it does seem to be that these hero mashes are kind of the the modern day bendums. <laughs> I think they look better than bendums. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely, yeah. most definitely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Adam, if people want to get in contact with you, how can they uh, do that? Yeah, so um, I'm now on Twitter, so at Scavenger UK. Um, you'll find me on there, uh, tweeting about offers and uh, the next things that are going to be on the shows and any competitions that I'm running as well. Uh, I'm actually running a competition which is actually pretty quiet for me, unfortunately. Um, not a lot of people have um, have, uh, have signed up for that. Um, literally, I'm I'm actually got a competition on for uh, the uh, big Star Wars book uh, complete locations. Oh, that's a cool um, book too. So yeah, it's ah oh, it's immense. Um, if you listen to my last episode, I've done a really nice review of it, literally live. So I'm just like, wow, wow, look at this, look at that. So yeah, it's quite amusing to listen to me rabbit on about <laughs> that. Um, but yeah, if you want to uh, enter the competition, um, get onto my um, my Twitter feed at Scavenger UK. Um, you just need to. You know, you can follow me if you want, but just quote the show, uh, the uh, the link to the show, and in, insert a hashtag of uh, Scavenger UK locations. All right. And then you'll be in with a chance to win. Um, so hopefully um, the next episode will go live in probably about a week's time. So uh, there's still about a week for everyone to catch up. Um, apart from Twitter, um, I'm always on Facebook. Uh, you can find me posting on the Galaxy of Toys um, Facebook page. Uh, and also, if you wanted to email me, my email address is uh, dasweirlycool 
at gmail.com. That's D-A-S-W-E-A-L-L-Y at gmail.com. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining me today, uh, Adam. And if anybody wants to uh, get in contact with me, I know I never say this, but um, I'm always <laughs> posting on the uh, both the Collecting Cosmos and Galaxy of Toys pages. I've also been doing my own set of review videos on my uh, YouTube page. It's just MRBYZ, Mr. Byzy, um, on YouTube. If you want to check that out, I've done reviews of a lot of the uh, Bandai model action figures, as well as of a few uh, Hasbro items. Um, I'm looking forward to the Hot Toys Han Solo coming. I guess that just got delayed till uh, January, so it'll be a little while. But I'll do a, a video for that definitely. Got a few more nice. in the in the and the banks coming up. But uh, go check that out. I know I've had some fun doing those review videos. I try to cut to the chase, not just sit there and look at the box forever, but really show you what the figure is. Excellent. Yeah, you can check those out. And, of course, you can uh, hear both Adam and I on all sorts of different shows, it seems, here on the Galaxy Toys Network now. So thanks again for joining us. Hopefully next time I can get uh, Marjorie and Amy to join us. That'd be great. I know we've been talking about maybe doing a uh, Tops Galaxy uh, show. So we'll talk all about Tops Galaxy from the 90s. But if you, all of our listeners out there, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, would like to pass on any information, you can go through our Facebook page or contact us at swccpodcast at gmail.com. We look forward to bringing you an interesting episode full of fun, laughter, and a little bit of the oddball. Uh, look at Star Wars. Thank you for listening, and yub nub.